When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Hokie Nation? Thanks so much for joining us on your Monday afternoon ride home. We got a great show for you here today. We're starting off by talking Virginia Tech wrestling, and then we'll dive into both men's and women's basketball in our second segment today. It's Monday the 12th in December right here from Blacksburg, and it's TSL Today getting things going right now. We appreciate you however you may be listening or watching, whether you're on YouTube or Spotify, and we appreciate all of your feedback as well. So be sure to go ahead, leave a like, comment, and subscribe below. Giovanni, your host today, straight across the way, it's Jack Brizendine. Behind the scenes producing today is Carter Hill. These two are going to swap when we move from wrestling to basketball in the second segment. But for now, we got Jack on. Jack's a wrestling insider right here at TSL. Jack, big win for Virginia attack the ninth ranked Hokies take down the seventh ranked Missouri Tigers for the second season in a row this time it's in Blacksburg inside Castle Coliseum you were there you were on site you wrote a fantastic story that can be found right on the tech sideline website give it to us how was this uh how big was this win for Virginia Tech yeah this was a huge win um I think when you look at who really played a part, you look at some of the depth pieces. Um, you know, at 125, it's kind of been said all year that that weight class hasn't really had a final or maybe a secure starter, so it's going to probably go back between Cooper Flynn and Eddie Ventresca. On Sunday, it was Cooper Flynn who got the nod, and he had a really, really crucial major decision victory over Missouri's Peyton Moore uh, to get bonus points for Virginia Tech, which proved to be really critical in the end. Um, another guy, Clayton Olray, who was filling in for the injured Bryce Andonian, took down Logan Geoffrey. Looked a little tough uh, towards the end. He had to really defend some really good shots from Geoffrey towards the end of the match, but was able to cling on for what ended up being a really, really crucial win uh, for the Hokies. And then another major decision from Hunter Bowen, who looked really good against number 23, Sean Harmon. Uh, he and Cooper Flynn both won 13-3 to bring home bonus points, which, you know, both teams won five matches each. So Virginia Tech was the only one team to get bonus points on matches that was really critical because they won by two so how does that how does that play in here like like walk us through the drama um of this match here between virginia tech and missouri it looked like it was back and forth all of a sudden Hokies are up 17 to 9 and missouri gets right back into it you said they won uh three of the last five matches so how was missouri able to climb back and then virginia tech able to uh remain the dominant performance. You know, Missouri's got a lot of really good wrestlers. I mean, you look at number one, Keegan O'Toole, uh, number one, Rocky Elam. They're just stacked from top to bottom. But so, to Virginia Tech's credit, so are the Hokies. Um, and, you know, Virginia Tech actually lost three three of the final five matches, which is why Flynn and Bowen's major decision victories were so important because Missouri got five decision victories, which for those who aren't familiar with wrestling is worth three team points. So that's five times three, it's 15. Virginia Tech had three decision victories and two major decision victories. Now, major decision victory is when you win by eight or more points in your match. So they got an extra point. A major decision victory is worth four points to your team. So those two points that 
Flynn and Hunter Bowen sort of added on ended up being the difference when Virginia Tech wins 17-15. What was the most exciting matchup uh, that we got to see? Uh, was it Makai Lewis and Peyton Mako, or was it you know something else on this uh, on this schedule? Uh, I think you could answer that a number of ways. I think number nine Brock Mahler uh, taking down number twelve Caleb Penson. That was a really good match. Um, showed really where Caleb was at uh, as far as how developed and how talented he is, uh, considering he's just a true freshman. I think, obviously, you got to look at Makai Lewis taking down Peyton Mako for the th- second straight year. Um, that was probably the highlighted match of the night. But as far as what got the crowd most engaged was definitely Clayton Olray's win over Logan Geoffrey. I mean, that place just went nuts uh, when he won that match just because I think of the grit that he displayed towards the end. And I f- don't know for those who watched on TV, but... um. As someone who was there, Castle exploded after his win. So that was really cool to see for him. 3,000 strong in attendance yep. at uh, Castle Coliseum. So what does this mean for the Hokies? Moving up, probably going to trade spots here with Missouri and move up to like seventh in the country? Or where do you see them uh, fitting in as far as the national rankings go following this big win? Yeah, I think they'll move up. But um, I think as far as what this win really means is something more than the poll. Uh, not to lead away from your question, but... Um, I think this kind of shows that Virginia Tech can compete with another really high caliber wrestling program, which is the kind of reps that you want to get for your team as it's sort of trying to train for that end of the year skid um, in, you know, March and the NCAA tournament. So that that's one of the things that I think was probably the most promising thing that you saw yesterday. And you saw guys scoring points, which head coach Tony Roby said all offseason that that's what he wanted from his guys. And he also said that's the kind of wrestling that wins in March. So I think that was really, really cool to see yesterday. And that was Probably the biggest takeaway of what sort of stood out positive-wise for the Hokies other, outside of the win. All right, Jack, what's coming up next for Virginia Tech Wrestling? I know they got Lindenwood, Stanford, uh, but then some huge ones coming up. You got Cornell at Moss Art Center. Uh, how tough is this slate up ahead for the Hokies? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, you're going to go to California to wrestle Stanford and Lindenwood. Should be the favor in that in that match. Um, and then, you, like you mentioned, Cornell at the Moss Art Center. Uh, I believe Cornell is ranked in the top 13 right now, so that's going to be a really big match. They I were think. top six, weren't they? They were top six, but you know the rankings always shift right. uh, throughout the year. And um, either way, they've got a lot of really good wrestlers. Um, and just being at the Moss Art Center, that's going to be one of the best wrestling matches probably to this date uh, that's been taking place at the Moss Art Center. So that's going to be really exciting. But, you know, the schedule's tough, and it was supposed to be tough. I mean... Um, these are the kind of matchups that these guys are seeing right now that they're going to see down the line, which is sort of by design by the staff to get these hard matches out of the way. So that way when, you know, the NCAA tournament comes, the AC tournament comes, these guys are used to high-quality competition. So a lot of big matches down the way, but that's exactly what the team wants. What is the rest of the ACC looking like right now uh, in wrestling? Who's Virginia Tech's biggest competition coming up once ACC play hits? Uh, and who should the Hokies be able to take care of? And, you know, who sits at the top of the conference? I think right now Virginia Tech sits at the top, but I don't think that – I think anyone who's really paid attention to the ACC as far as wrestling the last couple of years knows that it's always going to be between Virginia Tech and NC State. And so that's always going to be the team that sort of competes with Virginia Tech for that title – um, it's sort of gone back and forth the last couple of years, but I think Virginia Tech this year might have a little bit more on NC State. Uh, NC State's been played by a couple of injuries, uh, and Virginia Tech looks like a better team than it was last year with some young talent and some really good guys coming back and wrestling really focused. So I think Virginia Tech probably right now is the favorite to win the ACC, but it's not going to be a, a cakewalk. All right, Jack, your final thoughts on uh, Hokies wrestling before we let you go. Uh, I don't know. I just think that, you know, 
I think this team is really poised for for a lot of success in the future. And I think yesterday's match against Missouri, a really, really talented wrestling program. I think the performance not only win, but also have some really close matches with some freshmen, you know, Tom Crook, Caleb Henson, and then see some of these guys like Hunter Bowen and Makai Lewis just show um, that they've still got it. I think that's a really promising thing uh, and should really excite Hokies wrestling fans as we approach March. All right, Jack Brizendine, our TSL Wrestling Insider, live on set today. Thanks so much for being here, Jack. We're going to step aside, take a break. When we come back, Virginia Tech cracks the AP top 25, and the women's side is in the top six for the first time in program history. Much more left on TSL today after this. Welcome back here on TSL Today. Giovanni Heater with you. Across the way now, subbing in is Carter Hill. And back behind the scenes, Jack Brizendine. Time to talk some basketball. And there's some fantastic news and updates uh, to bring you in the world of Virginia Tech basketball. First and foremost, the men's basketball team cracks the AP Top 25 for the first time since the end of the season in 2020. Uh, Carter, this is fantastic for the program. Um, Number 24 in the country. Feels good, doesn't it? They deserve it, right? I mean, they they just finished off that four-game stretch with Minnesota, North Carolina, Dayton, and Oklahoma State 4-0. We said at best they were going to go 3-1. and And here they are, what, second week of December, 10-1 and overall. 1-0 in the ACC with a win over the Tar You're a Hills. bucket away from being on a defeat. 100% against a really good uh, College of Charleston team, too. Yeah. That is right outside the AP Top 25. I was reading Mark Berman's AP Top 25 that he you know, voted yesterday of the Roanoke Times. He had Virginia Tech and the College of Charleston ranked in this Top 25. And the Cougars are going to be a heavy favorite in the CAA this season, which is a really, really solid mid-major conference. So Virginia Tech obviously is sitting very pretty. And hey, they have an opportunity now to go on quite the run. Grambling State on Saturday, you should win that game. I know you're going to be on the call, so you're excited for that one. At Boston College, and the Eagles have given Virginia Tech some trouble over the years, but you still should win that game in Conti Forum. Wake Forest in Winston-Salem is going to be a tough one. Tech can win that game. Then you got Clemson and NC State at home before going to Syracuse. You potentially could win all of those games. They could lose. My guess is they'll fall in one of those. But you, I mean, theoretically could win all, win all of those games, and that'll set up a, what, top 10 maybe, at least top 15 matchup in Charlottesville on January 18th against Virginia. So the Hokies, they're in a great position right now, but they're going to be, they could be in quite the position in a couple weeks with the run they could go on. No doubt about that. How about on the women's side, Virginia Tech women's basketball, their highest ranking in program history in the top six for the first time ever, number six in the country. It keeps on going up. It keeps on going up I think honestly too one of the bigger storylines too is the ACC currently has four teams ranked in the top eight Notre Dame is the highest ranked team from the league they're number five who of course the Hokies play in Blacksburg on Sunday so that will be game arguably it's tough to categorize this at least from a ranking standpoint could be the biggest game in Virginia Tech program history from a regular season standpoint. Yeah. It's number five versus number six. The storylines in that game are going to be incredible. Obviously, Virginia Tech is quite the team. You're going to be missing Ashley Owusu, which you would love to have Ashley Owusu for that game. Don't get me wrong. Notre Dame comes in. Arguably, 
the only better point guard in the ACC comes from Notre Dame up in South Bend, and that's Olivia Miles. And then Dara Mabry on the wing, a Virginia Tech transfer. Right. The storylines there are incredible. Then you also have North Carolina, who is ranked number seven. The Hokies play them twice this year. And, of course, the three-time ACC or the three-time defending ACC champion, NC State Wolfpack, they're currently ranked eighth nationally. And the Hokies play them twice this year. So... Women's basketball in the ACC at an all-time high, and Virginia Tech is right in the thick of it. I can't wait for Sunday. It's going really to be awesome. Can't. It's going to be an awesome environment. I hate the students aren't going to be here. But, I know. I but, know. hey, it's going to be fun. This Virginia Tech team deserves all the credit they're getting. Number six in the country, highest in program history. If they beat Notre Dame, they're going to be a top-five team in the country, which is incredible. Growing up with Virginia Tech women's basketball, they were struggling to win two, three games in the ACC, and they wow. could be top-five at this point next week. Wow. Unbelievable. All right, last bit of news and updates on the basketball side of things. Elizabeth Kitley was just named ACC Player of the Week. Now you had Justin Mutz do it last week for the men's. Now Kitley returns the favor and does it on the women's side. Well-deserving, right? Of course. I mean, quite the surprise from Liz Kitley. This past week, scoring 22 points against Boston College in the win up in Chestnut Hill. And then yesterday, scored 18 in the what, 38-point victory over UNC Asheville? Scores 86-48. to 48, yep. What else can you say? She averaged, well, she is averaging a double-double, but she collected a double-double in both of those games. I'm reading straight off of Carter Brown's press release, press release he just put out here. She's also been shooting 55% from the field in that two-game stretch and has been averaging 11 rebounds a contest. She also, I'm trying to remember what David said on the podcast today. I believe she's at 152 career double-doubles. And she is three away from tying Reagan McGarity for the most in program history. Wow. Well that she, that'll happen. That will happen. She's got she's got a couple more marks she could she could achieve too. I think she just surpassed JC Price's wife. If she averages score list. Yeah, yes. Either fifth or sixth on that list. And I think if she averages, I was talking to Damian Salas the other day. I think if she averages between, I can pull it up when you start talking again, between 17 and 18 points a game the rest of the season, which is tough, but definitely doable, she could potentially eclipse Asia Shepard for the program's all-time leading scorer. Well, it's a nice week off here in Blacksburg. Uh, we're going to have some fun stuff coming up uh, on Wednesday. I believe we're going to have Zach Mackey and Evan Hughes on set to talk both men's and women's basketball for their respective programs. And then Friday, we'll preview the weekend's matchups. So I think that, uh, that'll that pretty much conclude things here, Carter. Any final thoughts on uh, basketball? No, just big win for the Hokies yesterday on the men's side for sure against Oklahoma State. 70-65, didn't have their best stuff. Elijah Petit, huge off the bench. Yeah. Clutch free throws for the Hokies, 19 for 24. Like I said, you finish off that stretch 4-0, and now you really have an opportunity to get on a run. I know you mentioned on the podcast today, too, Seth Greenberg, yep. former Virginia Tech hey, head coach. There you go. Apparently, the ACC runs through the Commonwealth of Virginia. And the you got to figure the two shades of blue are going to get back into things. but I'm sure they will. I, but it's nice to be at the top for a minute. Let it let it be let it run through the common for Soak now. In. For yeah, now. Exactly. No doubt about it. Well, it's just getting started. ACC play right around the corner uh for college basketball, both on the men's and women's side. We couldn't be more excited here at TSL. And uh we'll see you on Wednesday as we have Evan Hughes and Zach Mackey right here on set to talk Hokies Hoops. Be sure to check out the podcast that we recorded this morning and went live with on YouTube and Spotify. We'll see you on Wednesday for Carter Hill. For Jack Brizendine, I'm Giovanni Heater. Good night.